Live from our super secret studios above Jacques Flower Shop, this is Gerard at Large. Yeah, baby! Good morning, Manchester. Live and local. News, sports, politics, traffic, and weather. Rich isn't afraid to tackle the tough questions. Who told you you can eat my cookies? You talking to me? Yeah, I hear you. You had a question for me. It's all here on the Gerard at Large radio program. Hello? I'm sorry, who'd you say you were? I am your host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. Here's Richard. Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour 1 of Gerard at Large. I am your strangely awake host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Gerard at Large, where we encourage you to like us and follow us, because we just want to be loved. Love, 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 love. There's a Beatles song. I know I'm killing it, but... It was a Beatles song. <laughs> Come on. I do like to have fun. You know, the truth of the matter is, is I actually used to have quite a singing voice. Uh, back back in my junior high school days and my theater days, I had, uh, had quite a voice. And then puberty hit. And I can still sing. I really can. However... The, the thing I seemed to lose, uh, the thing I seemed to lose when my voice cracked, and it cracked in my eighth grade year, and it cost me a solo. I was supposed to sing at one of our uh, concerts with Miss Mufarge at Parkside. I was supposed to sing, I believe it was, uh, it was a Christopher Cross song. I think it was Sailing. See, okay. So my voice cracked that year, and I couldn't, I couldn't hold, I couldn't hold the tune. Not as a soloist, anyway. So if I can if I can key off of another voice, I can I can match uh, pitch I guess or whatever. I, I'm sure Christopher Duffley is having fits right now. I'm expecting uh, messages from our number one fan. But if I can key off, and it typically typically not always, but typically it has to be a a, a fairly strong male voice because I can I don't know what it is, but I can I can um, I don't know how to explain it. But I, I can't carry the tune on my own really anymore, so I have to key off of or attach myself to a, 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 a voice that uh, can help me carry it. Is that, is that making any sense? So I actually have a pretty decent voice, pretty decent singing voice. Of course, you know, nobody told me I had a great voice for radio until after they heard me on radio. It's kind of one of those odd things, right? And, uh yeah. So I used to be a songbird <laughs> and then maturation happened, at least physically. And then, well, I lost the solo and what can I tell you? I didn't bother to go into the chorus in, in, uh, in high school, although a part of me wishes I had because uh, back in the day, and it's still a great chorus now under the, uh, now under the tutelage of Diane Frankor, who is also the band director at West, um, and my my uh, my two daughters have been involved in the in the chorus at West High School. Uh, and, <laughs> but um, you know, uh, Mr. Maynard, who uh, passed away probably three or four years ago now, um, 
was one of the true masters of of the art, uh, a, a truly phenomenal guy, uh, whose 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 choirs were always among the best that were. And that tradition, that that very strong tradition, has continued at West despite uh, all that has uh, befallen West High School since the departure of Bedford. Not that. Um, and it just is what it is. But their their music programs over there, both music, both band and uh, and chorus, have remained have remained strong, and they're programs that are continuing to build and grow, which is which is a good thing. So yeah, yeah. So I used to be able to belt them out, but not so much anymore. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anyway. Have a, a a busy show today. Lots to talk about. You know, I I I've heard some inquiries from you folks, and 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 I hear you, and I get it. I haven't really been uh, uh, paying attention to what's happening in Washington, except to say that oh yes, I I know what's going on. I I know I'm expecting the departure of Deputy Attorney General Rob Rosenstein anytime soon. I'm expecting the dismantling of uh, Robert Mueller's special investigation team because of all of the news that has broken in Washington, D.C., not just about the uh, the fact that the Democratic Party and the Clinton campaign were responsible for funding the development of the dossier. That whole dirty trick is, is coming unraveled. However, there is now concrete and incontrovertible evidence that the FBI knew of and buried the what's being called uranium one issue that was um the corruption the naked unadulterated corruption of our country's national security by hillary and bill clinton uh who reports say were given almost $150 million through various channels that uh, people believe originated with the Russian government in exchange for State Department approval of a deal that led to Mother Russia obtaining rights to 20% of the United States' known uranium reserves. Looks like Billy didn't just have tarmac meetings with Loretta Lynch, the former attorney general. Looks like he had personal meetings with Vlad the Impaler, President Putin of Russia. And I think it's uh, and Robert Mueller, the director then of the FBI, knew about it. Rob Rosenstein, the now you know who is the uh, uh, U.S. attorney in Maryland. That was involved in the investigation at the time, knew of it. There are a whole lot of people involved in the Justice Department in one shape, way, manner, or form who knew about it, as apparently did the former occupant of the White House. This is this is the real crime. And in, in, in addition to all of this uh, new and emerging evidence that the whole Russia, you know, Russia-Trump collusion thing um, is every bit the fabrication that uh, most anybody with half a brain in their head knew it was. 
it is now becoming clear that there was significant and ongoing collusion between the Democratic National Committee, the Clinton campaign, and the Russians. And it looks like the Russians were actually trying to influence the election on behalf of the Clintons, and no wonder. Look what they were able to obtain when she was just Secretary of State. Imagine what they could have gotten if she was president. So these are serious times and serious charges that have put our country at serious risk, all so that trailer trash from Arkansas could put more money in their pockets. Will people go to jail over this? They should, but who knows if they will. But if I'm the president and I'm now seeing that the people overseeing the special investigation into the bogus investigation into me and my family and my business associates needlessly torturing the country, spending tens of millions of dollars, just you know, distracting uh, the media's attention away from real issues. I I look at the information that, by the way, hit the front page of the Washington Post, not exactly a charter member of evilconservative.com. I'm ripping this whole thing up, and I am ordering a whole lot of things to take place. This has been referred to as quite possibly the greatest scandal in the history of the United States. Not just for what it did to enrich the people who perpetrated it but the risk at which it put our country and if i am the president of the united states i am also considering invalidating by whatever means necessary the uranium one deal and telling mother russia to pound sand that uranium is ours and if they don't like it oh well i guess they should have picked better people to invest in so we ha- because of our busy, busy local calendar here, we have not really paid attention to what's been happening on the air anyway on these matters. But they are serious. They are significant. They are really, when you think about it, um, chilling. That uh, the greed of some and the corruption of others could go to such an extent that we would give the Russians that which they need to be an even greater destabilizing force in the world. I'll give it to Vladimir Putin. I take heat every time I say this, but that man is a great leader. He's a great leader because he understands the interests of his country. He is unapologetic in pursuit of those interests and he does whatever it is he needs to do in order to secure them without much care or concern for what the rest of the world thinks and i think we are fortunate in that donald trump is that same type of person leading our country which for the first time in a long time will have somebody who not only understands what's in the interest of the nation, 
is unapologetic about what those interests are and will be undeterred in pursuit of them. W, he was a little too worried in my never to be a humble opinion of what the world thought about America in pursuit of its goals and objectives. Obama, he was embarrassed by America. His job was to take us down, and he did. Clinton, well, apparently we all knew he was a cad and he would sell, you know, how do you think, how do you think Korea got, North Korea got nukes? How do you think the Chinese got our hands on the, on, on, on so much technology? I forget the name of the scandal, but you know, do you really think that Chinese monks? I, uh, anyway, so it stands to reason, frankly, that given the way Putin was able to play on the greed and corruption of the Clintons to secure his goals, he would want her to be president. But he got Donald Trump, and we all know how much the Russians have got since Donald Trump's been president, and that's been a big, fat nothing. This is Gerard at Lar.